Hey everybody and welcome to Feels Like Weezer, the twice weekly podcast where we talk about all of Weezer's discography from blue to currently black. Uh, I'm Zach Franking Smith. You can find me on Twitter at the Informal Log. And I'm Eric Nash. You can catch my first podcast, Watchmen Minute, in a way back time machine called the Internet. <laughs> uh, and today we are joined by. Uh, Johan Joseph. I'm from the Independence Day Minute. Hey, welcome, Johan. Hey, thanks for having we, me on. We just saw each other. Yeah, we did. In Portland. It was fun. Yeah, you guys, I hope you guys had beers for me because <laughs> I did not, so. I, I had enough beers to go around. To... That's good. <laughs> did you drink a thousand pound keg? <laughs> no, no, yeah. Oh, come on, that was the one thing I wanted you to do. Um, <laughs> he let you down. <laughs> I know, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> I'll cut out all that futzing, because we're, we're, not, we're not back in a rhythm yet. You know, we've mm-hmm. been away from each other for so long, Eric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a month? <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. I wish I was still there. Um, anyway, today we are going to talk about the fourth track on Pinkerton um, called Why Bother. think of this song uh so first off not my favorite song not my favorite album but solid the song yeah but the song itself um for a guy it's a good breakup song oh my god not so good yeah not the i'm so sad that i broke up this is like the post Mm. like you know Mm -hmm. after the acceptance stage type song I mean, I've had a couple of songs like that uh, through various exes. One time after breaking up with someone because, you know, issues, decided to print on MTV when MTV was playing some music at a time and Sinks Bye 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 was playing. Sometimes you just have those moments. And then this song was one of them. Mm-hmm. So. So you didn't play Bye 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 over the phone to your ex or anything like that? No, it just came on on TV. And then oh, I was okay. just like... <laughs> And then I was watching it going like, yeah, you know what? I'm better now. So that's the type of song this that's the type of song this was for me. You just feel a little bit better. Oh, totally get that. Um that and also the music video for Bye 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 was amazing. So I Yeah, mean. it was. <laughs> Tony Fatone keeps getting hurt. Yeah. What about you, Eric? Um, I mean, this is a song that uh, you know, I mean it's it, it's fitting in with uh quite a few of the others so far on this on this album that are are pretty good i mean they're they're they're, musically i I like the music so much better than lyrics usually um Mm -hmm. and it's it's just got a pretty good sound to it uh is my general first impression you know um uh, the the one thing i first noted was was that like so far it's it's kind of the least something i brought up i think in the first couple episodes especially um but it's getting 
we're getting less and less flaming lips sounding. Mm-hmm. At, at mm. first, I I, I kind of came across that a couple songs at least ago that uh, there was this uh, flaming yeah. lips connection and 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 I think this is possibly the least sounding at least so far. We'll see if there are more. That well, and Pinkerton just in general. I mean, it's it's such a far cry from what Blue was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes. Um, if you were to play this for somebody um, and be like, hey, did you know this was Weezer? And they'd be like, wait, what? The guys who did Buddy Holly? I don't know. So, um, yeah, no, I agree with, with both of what you guys are saying about the mm-hmm. the music is definitely better than the lyrics at this part, I think. Um, it's got a good solo in it and everything, but I'm just I'm just not a, not a big fan of this one. Cat. Yeah, because I think it's just, uh, especially what's behind um the lyrics of this is just more raw and i think that's why in some cases it may tune into something that you want versus uh what you kind of want to hear at the time so you have to be in kind of the same exact uh flow that that he was going through when this entire song was made this is probably he wrote the lyrics and then the band looked at it and then they started thinking about that person too and then it started becoming, and it just became rooted into somebody else's feelings. And that's how it became a little bit more raw. So that's why I think this song only speaks to you at certain times, not all the time. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I can see that. And, you know, this was, what's what's interesting about this is that it was written before they wrote the Blue Album, even. Um, so it's, you know, I mean, it, it's completely i don't know if like the original version sounded like this um but as far lyrically i mean it's pre-blue but um you know it's definitely uh different from what we would have gotten um with the blue album yeah it would have changed a lot Mm -hmm. oh for sure this would have been like on a cd that after the last track it's quiet for like three minutes and then this song comes on the hidden secret track yeah mm-hmm. and then like people like listening to it because it's a hidden secret track of course yeah that's the so. only reason it would be good yeah <laughs> everybody was everybody was doing stupid stuff like that <laughs> like was it corn's follow the leader doesn't start until track 13 that was a word so yeah, oh, yeah. so I... and that that came out at 98 99 mm-hmm. so it, it it's definitely something everybody was kind of doing at the time. They were just doing stupid stuff because you could with a CD. Mm-hmm. Well, are, are you, or are you even saying that it was actually the the previous twelve tracks were like silent or, or yeah, or you know, in like just a half a second or something probably or yeah, it was like two yeah. maybe two to three seconds of nothing in the first twelve yeah. tra- tracks and then it just starts at thirteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, it's so weird. You know, yep. oh, if you listen to it like four times in a row, you'll get to hear the secret song. It's like, wait, what? No, that's, it's not an adventure game, okay? Yeah. Like... <laughs> but yeah, if this song came out on the Blue Album, definitely it would have been something like that. But the, I think the Blue Album was also on a tape, correct? Yes. Yeah, yep. so it would have uh, probably not been mm-hmm. as good to put on tape. Because right. you flip the tape over and you're in the middle of like, a, like another song. So right. at the beginning. Well, um, something else that you're with your with uh, what I thought you were saying was kind of at the like you know well I mean I th- I think you were saying at the end of the blue album you know a, a hidden track what have you and it's it's what what 
caught my eye or ear in this case um, is the uh, th- there's this odd start to this song that really doesn't sound like the rest of the the, the song. It's, it's 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 there's drums drums and bass that are being played that are in this. I think it's I think it's a dif- different uh, tempo and so forth and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's it doesn't contain any. I don't think any riff or melody or anything that's that then goes on to appear, and you know, it's yeah. just the first few seconds. Yeah, I ha- I honestly had never noticed that um, until yeah. I, my most recent listen because I um, I had it down at a real low volume because like my family was mm-hmm. in the room, but I'm like I gotta I gotta do this for the recording, um, and so I'm like holding it really close to my ear, and I'm like, has it started yet? And then I hear that, and I'm like, this is this the right song? Is that oh okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, and that that's really cool. I like it when they do that kind of you know, outside the norm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, intro to the song. So can we talk about the lyrics on the first verse for a minute? <laughs> yeah, because this song, uh, I I have never known what any of the lyrics in this song are, except for you know, a few here and there, just because I mean he's just screaming the whole time. Um, so I just want to just want to do a little dramatic reading of the first verse. Can I do that? Here we go. <laughs> I know I should get next to you. You got a look that makes you, me think you're cool. But it's just sexual attraction. Not something real, so I'd rather keep whacking. I'm sorry. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know what it means, but yeah. I just I always thought it was rockin'. I thought he was saying rockin', you know? This song, man. This whole album. Um, yeah, I, I didn't just, have it. Uh, you know, I, I, the last lyrical train wreck. You're saying. It's Rocker. very punk. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it, it, did either of you just Google just whacking Whacken. just itself? Because cause, cause the top, re- top result is Urban Dictionary. And they're... <laughs> And their top definition is in reference to this right. song, unsurprisingly. Yeah, what? And, and they and, but they spell Weezer wrong. They spell no two, one e and two z's. One e and two z's. Weezer. Huh. All right. I don't know how someone came up with that, <laughs> but <laughs> oh my god! Sometimes people these days they just yeah. What do they know? But... I just sometimes like. I am at a loss for words here, uh, which we won't get to, and everything will be until everything will be all right in the end. It's another song, anyway. Um, the joke landed. We're good. But yeah, it's. I mean, the the lyrics are just, especially the first verse. Um, the rhythm is correct in a way. It's just very punk rock. That's all mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. You have your four riffs, and you try and put everything that you can into that four four, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Nothing flows into the next line. It's just line per line. It's very punk rock. Yeah. This whole album, uh, you know, it, it's got a lot of punk influence, I feel like. And, um, you know, Rivers, when he was writing this album, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't in a good place. He was also on a lot of painkillers because um, he had surgery to lengthen one of his legs. Fun fact. Um, Oof, that's yeah. not good. No. Um, yeah, so, and you can, you can really see that too, just as the song goes on, um, 
you know, when I can decipher what the hell he's saying, um, he, he just kind of gets more and more sarcastic and angry, you know, um, you know, especially the, the, the second, the second part of the second verse, maybe we could even get together, maybe you could break my heart next summer, um, and along with that, the if, if we're talking about meter and, you know, fitting everything in, in, you know, a 4-4, four, four, like, each verse, it kind of gets a little bit longer, you know? Um, did you notice that? Yeah. It, it's just weird, because it, it, it jumps between um, a longer uh, line, like, as far as uh, syllables go, to, like, mm-hmm. shorter ones. There's there's absolutely no consistency, huh. which that's why it's the rhythm isn't the same as far as the lyrics go. So that's why it feels more punk rock and just raw. Yeah. This, I, oh, go ahead. Even the even the second line, you got a look that makes me think you're cool, but the first one is I know I should get next to you. It's like half the amount of syllables. Oh, he's yeah. just he's just spitting it out. It's something that he needs to get off his chest. Uh, this song, uh, as far as those lyrics go, because uh, around this time I was in the rave oh. scene, so there's a lot of pretty girls that are there. But then also I went through a lot of really bad breakups. So these are the type of things that spoke to me. There's a lot of pretty girls, but at the same time, it's like, man, I just don't like. I don't want to deal with that. Like, you're like, oh, that girl's pretty. I should talk to her. Then you think about just being broken up with and how like pissed off and angry you were. And you're just like, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to take the only good thing that I have about mm-hmm. this girl right now, and that's mm-hmm. put her in my memory. So that's why this song starts to kind of um, speak to me. That's why it's not my favorite, but it, it it's just those songs that speak to you at a certain time. Oh, and sure. this was that song. And that's that's when I became kind of familiar with this song. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was always a... It, admittedly one of the skip songs most skip songs i ever had but then <laughs> but then you remember it and then you're just like and then when you re-listen to it you're just like all right i'm not that weird thinking this way mm-hmm. so this this actually used to be my favorite song on the album um, <laughs> and then like well we, it, uh, and it, it's so like lyrics are so important to the music, you know, just Im- to important to songs because it was just like, oh, I love this song. This song's great. When I had no clue what he was garbling through for the rest of the song, um, but then when you read it, it's like, oh, bro, come on, man, you're really making this. And maybe it's just because I'm in a different part of my life, you know. I, I'm in a, you know, a healthy marriage and all that. Maybe it, maybe subconsciously, that's why I don't like it. You know, I don't know. Yeah, like you had that feeling with this song when it was your number one, mm-hmm. that there's certain things that you knew out there that you didn't need but wanted. And now it's kind of the little bit of the reverse, like you have what you need so you don't want what he wants here. Right. Yeah, that's that's profound. So what you're trying to tell me, uh, this is something I don't think anybody's ever said before, uh, is that music is subjective? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever interpreted things that way. Oh my god. <laughs> this is like an early um, Taylor Swift type feel. 
It's it's funny that you mentioned that because um, my last really really big breakup, um, the girl would post on our Facebook wall that uh, we're never getting back together song. Oh by Jesus Taylor Christ! Swift. <laughs> um, and like I go up to her dorm to talk to her and I'm like, hey, can you talk? And then she just play her. Then I'm like, really? Pick something else. Like, come on, there's better stuff out there. But, yeah, I mean, some people had their single ladies, and we had this one. Right. I yeah. feel che- I feel cheated in a way for being a guy and not having good enough songs. <laughs> oh boy, um, that's about all I've got for lyrics. Um, other than the fact that I thought when he was saying "Why bother," it was my father. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, and, I, and so I looked at the. When I looked at the track listing, I'm like, why is this called Why Bother? That's so weird. Okay, and I just kind of lived with it. And then, you know, like a year later, I'm like, oh, oh, he's saying Why Bother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not very observant is uh, what I'm trying to say here. So, um, The only other thing that's, that's close to the lyrics I'd like to mention is, is we were talking about how, you know, the, the the number syllables and so forth well when it comes to verse three i notice okay it's it's actually it's four lines that look like they're pretty all similar length but what i yeah. think is really happening if you listen i'm pretty sure you'll hear at the end of that second line not with you nor her nor any wahahan you know it's, it's uh, multiple syllables for the for the last syllable m- multiple notes mm-hmm. and, yeah. and i think that i think and i think the fourth line the crack it open let me out of here it's 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 just extended i don't think it's necessarily stuttered multiple notes kind of ish but it's more uh more screamed <laughs> let me out of here yeah, yeah. i th- this is like the afterglow thing you know like after you've mm. blown your wad you're just kind of like settled down so everything that's musical to him makes sense and he just goes back to it Okay. Is this song? Let's let's just get it out in the open. Is this song actually about masturbation? Is that what we're talking about here? No, I don't think it's about it. But no, because you know what it it's about. It's about like a bad breakup. It's the but, use of you know, masturbation. Um, so yeah, yeah, as a release of not wanting to feel in a way. You know, yeah. he's missing her and all that. And then he just, like, instead of giving her a call or something like that, he just does that. And then he doesn't feel like he misses her anymore. Gotcha. You know, he just gets hungry and wants a nap. It's <laughs> yeah. not a very specific, Johan. Um, what? I'm not saying that's why this recording was delayed. <laughs> <laughs> You said you were recording with someone else. <laughs> this has been Feels Like Weezer. Uh, thanks for joining us today, everybody. Or I was watching somebody else's recording. Everything about Ooh. that? Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Would be in let gross. Me, let me my just shut down my incognito page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I do have one last thing as far as just, you know, overall until we kind of move on i mean it's, it's, it's still it's 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 certainly in the definitely more much more about the music than lyrics at all vocals or lyrics um but it, but it's just kind of uh the chorus the choruses um they have mm-hmm. this kind of a march feel 
you you either of you kind of yeah. notice yeah you know, it's yep regiment it's it's red or regimented regimented it's, yeah yes yep regimented yeah. Uh, yeah yeah um i mean if we're sticking with our theory um i mean i i think the the, the regimentation of the uh of the song of the music there kind of speaks for mm-hmm. itself um you know what I mean. You all know what I mean. You're not going to make me say it. Yeah. Uh, Don't make me say it. Very good. I hadn't thought of that. The beat matters. <laughs> I'm just saying the beat is off a bit. Um, is, is that why I, said, my, why I accidentally said Jack earlier? Probably. <laughs> Instead of Craig. Let's be honest. It, oh, my God. Well, I'm just wondering if, like, the as far as the rhythm of the uh, chorus is more of the portion that the drums are contributing, mm-hmm. because it's just a rhythm, and then when you listen to the drums, it's just like he's just wailing on something. Mm. It's not an emotional type of, uh, um, you know, like when you watch, like, old, old videos of uh, Buddy Rich, where he's just in that flow, and he's just, like, really, really into the drums. Mm-hmm. He goes on a lot of crescendos. He uses a lot of everything that's around him. But this one, it seems just very intense on certain things for this. So I wonder if it's because maybe... Because it seems like everybody's like kind of giving it quite a bit for these lyrics, which to me wasn't even great. But everybody seems to give like a lot to it. So I'm wondering if like maybe that cadence is because this is his contribution. Like, you okay. just feel that intensity, but it's controlled, but to a drummer, it's not. But this is his way to just, like, musically get through something by just hitting something instead of making something very, um, uh, I don't want to downplay what he did, but, you know, beautiful. Huh. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes as drummers go, you'll hear this really good fill, but it's it's musically good, but it's not uh, in some ways emotional as much as this is. The drums are very good because it's on beat and everything, and it sounds real good. But it's not beautiful, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm wondering if that's just a that's why the rhythm of the uh, the the chorus kind of changes in that way. I can see that uh, because they, I mean, there's really nothing besides that little bit in the beginning, you know, to write home about with the drums. Uh, yeah, and you know, I I think, and it adds quite a bit to it. I think. Um, you know the it kind of gives it a stuttering feel as well do we have anything else for why bother no no i mean i appreciate it more now uh going what i went through that it's weird because sometimes there's some songs that are just good Mm -hmm. but then songs just get better for certain reasons and this is this one of those Mm -hmm. it just got better for a certain reason for me still not my favorite weezer but but it's just one of those, like, when you listen to it, like, it kind of puts you back in that place. And that's one of those. So that's why when you guys, like, asked, like, which song and I saw this, I was like, I want that one. <laughs> well, I, I get that. That's how I kind of feel about this whole album is, you know, this was my, you know, super emo kid phase. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I would switch between this and, like, the Black Parade and, you know, be like, Every, get, they get me. They just understand. <laughs> but uh who covered this song eric yep 
Um, I only have uh, one uh, uh, band uh, noted. Uh, I fight dragons. Oh, I love I which, fight dragons. Which are a yeah partial partial chip tune band. Mm-hmm. Is my understanding. Yeah, a lot of chip tune bands cover Weezer. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder why. <laughs> no way. I, it couldn't be because they're huge dorks or anything like that. So uh, now that we're reaching the the climax of our show here. Um, <laughs> I guess we can, uh, you know, blow out our ratings. So, um, <laughs> good God. You are struggling just, for those, aren't I you? I just, I can't, I can't do it. Um, you know, I feel like a, like a jerk. Just, just, just stick to it and rub it out, all right? Oh, my God. Um, I honestly just feel like a choking chicken. It's terrible. Uh, you know. <laughs> um, just use some lube. You don't want to chafe. Oh, hold on. Sorry, guys. I, the bishop just walked in, and his head's looking a little <laughs> less shiny. Uh, I gotta go polish that. So, Eric, do you have anything to contribute? This is just going at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh no, I'm no, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm good. okay. Hey, thanks. Um, what's your rating? Yeah, we're Eric? just what? we're just dripping at the end right now. Oh God, come on. <laughs> You know, I don't care anymore. I'm done. <laughs> Why bother? Um, <laughs> so, Eric, what, so you, were you asking? Yes. For mine? What would be first? Okay, for the love of God, can, please. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go with a seven point five. Solid, solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johan, I'm still honestly putting this at around a five to a six. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, it's pick not. Yeah, all right, 5.5. Yeah, 5.5. No, you know what? 5.75. Well, good thing we don't have to calculate it anymore. We've got a robot that does it for us. All right, a robot. (laughs) I'm going to give it a 5. The music is great. The lyrics are terrible. All right, any closing remarks on why bother? Or in your case, Johan Pinkerton? Relation in what... what? (laughs) <laughs> to what you just said, uh, Zach, mm-hmm. is that uh, I probably would have given it higher if if I hadn't looked at the lyrics as much as I mm-hmm. had. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. For, for just the music, yeah. Totally get it. That's yeah. like I said. This was like my favorite song on the album, and then I looked at oh. the lyrics, oh. and I'm like, "Good God, <laughs> what is going on? Did he really <laughs> just say that?" Yeah. It just feels very men's rights activisty, you know. Um, you know, again, the uh, women are they're they're the problem. You know, um, well, because the way the way it feels is uh, um, possibly everybody sided with her. Mm. You know that type of feeling. I wouldn't say a men's right one, but just everybody sided with her because, see, in my point of view, the way when I saw this movie was, I decided to not be the jerk and air out all the dirty laundry, and then she did. And then so it made me look bad. And then gotcha. so that became this. So that's why it's like, why should I even bother going up to that girl? She's probably heard the stuff about me. So that's why this song made a lot of sense to me at the time. Okay. Yeah, I can I, I can definitely see that. I think that's a more generous reading um, than what I was giving in. That's for sure. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's how like, the song got better for me when I read the lyrics versus when I didn't. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So I had a bit of the reverse effect. Um, 
So, uh, Johan, tell us again where we can find you. Okay, I'm on ID for a minute, which is about Independence Day, uh, the film. And past project, I did Roughneck Minute, which is about Starship Troopers. Which one do you prefer? Starship Troopers. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's just I such mean, a good it, movie. It's a tough decision, but um, the action sequences and the comedy of Starship Troopers is very, very good. Independence Day, the best thing is the speech. Like, mm-hmm. it's so iconic. Oh, absolutely. So it's the only thing I remember from Independence Day, to be completely honest. Yeah, because because people that you know, if they say they don't like Independence Day, they can't hate that speech. It's actually very well delivered. <laughs> it's Bill Pullman, right? Yeah, oh, but man. like even just like the way he delivers it, the just all the words in it, it's really good. We're not up to that part yet in the in the uh, podcast, but listen in, and we'll eventually go over that because we we honestly can't wait because it's one of our favorites as well. Oh, for sure. And again, I'm Zach Franking Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log. And I'm on Twitter, too, at Lucky Mustard. And uh, like I mentioned, uh, Watchmen Minute uh, is a past project. And Almost Famous Minute is one that is coming out at this time. Ooh. You can catch it on currently on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Just the opposite of these two days for the show. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, if you really love the sound of Eric's voice, you can hear it every day. No one does. Um, thanks to the Pantheon Podcast Network. Um, Ooh, did you fancy. see that real like great plug really subtle uh i thought um yeah you can find our you can find our show on uh rock and roll um go ahead and follow us on twitter uh at feels like weezer um our facebook just look look at feels like weezer um and email right Yes, email us at feelslikeweezer at gmail.com. Maybe you can be the first person to send me an email. Besides the Podbean people <laughs> that I've been trying to get my dang money back from. Those bastards. I may cut that out, but. Um... <laughs> Let's crash this, all right. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, the twice weekly pod. Can I? I'm gonna take that again. I'm gonna do that again because that was a mistake. Okay. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.